From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Today I'll be reading from The Bible Says What, the book, chapter 5, The She is Silent. Most Christian women claim to have a personal relationship with their creator deity. They believe he loves them and cares for them. They think he knows everything about them, their fears, their thoughts, their wants, and their needs. They believe he keeps them from harm and knows what is best for them. But why do they think this? Have they not read their own Bibles? Have they not studied the thoughts, the very breathed out words of the deity they claim to have a personal relationship with? What I see when I look inside their holy book is an ignorant, sexist deity with anger issues. I struggle to find a being that cares for its creations, especially women. Our journey down this rabbit hole of misogyny starts in the Old Testament in the book of Leviticus. Yahweh, revolted by the natural female monthly flow of blood, lays out some ground rules for women. Leviticus 15, 19. He explains how a single woman who is on her period can infect an entire town with an extremely contagious sin hidden inside of her vaginal blood. He instructs his creations on the proper way to handle this bloody situation, seemingly unaware of the reason for and cause of this natural flow. The Christian deity believes women to be unpure, staining the very environment around them during this time. Yahweh believes that the uncleanliness brought on by a woman's period can be spread to anyone who touches her. Leviticus 15, 19. Even if someone has contact with anything she was sitting on, that person becomes infected with the invisible sinful cooties causing them to be unclean until the evening leviticus 15 23 if a man has sexual relations with a woman during her period he will be unclean for seven days and everything he touches will be unclean leviticus 15 24 the spread of this unholy contaminant knows no limits let's start the show is there anything in the bible that you yourself have an issue with <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is the host of the Bread of Life YouTube channel, Rebecca Davis. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Hi, thanks for having me on, Michael. I look forward to talking to you. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for coming on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel? Well, I started my YouTube channel back in 2018. It huh. was primarily just an evangelistic channel. I was making short videos, mostly sharing the gospel. And um, at that time, I was living in a Muslim majority country. So hmm. it was more focused on uh, making videos that I could give to share with my Muslim friends. And, but then my channel almost immediately started attracting a lot of atheists. And so I was mostly in the comments section. So I was mm -hmm. responding in comments and then in the past year, and then I, I in, ended up interviewing an atheist on my channel and then uh, suddenly 
like my audience started shifting from being like mostly Christians watching my videos to mostly atheists watching my videos. So that's, um, that's my, where my channel is at right now. It's just kind of become a lot of discussions with atheists and, uh, I occasionally still make a recorded video, but very rarely. Hmm. So that's where it's at. Well, that's, that's very interesting. I love that. So how, how does that usually play out? Uh, when the atheist comes on, do you, do you grill them? Do you, uh, I don't know. How's, how's that work? Not really. I mostly <laughs> just listen to people's perspectives and, 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 you know, they ask me a lot of questions and I do my best to answer them. So. Hmm. Well, good. Know. Well, so you should be used to it. Here we go. <laughs> I'm very used to it. <laughs> you can be hard on me if you want to. Oh, no, 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 never. So let's just, well, some of the t- questions. Oh, nice cat. Some of the questions might Thank be a little you. difficult, but you know, it's, it's never on purpose to be hard on you. Um, sure. Let's just start off right off the bat. Christian, why are you a Christian? Well, um, I'm a Christian because I believe Jesus is the savior of the world, son of God, and, uh, you know, that he died for sins and rose from the dead. So, huh. I mean, that's what I think makes someone a Christian. I, well, you know, there's a lot of different versions of that, but for sure. Um, so what made you become a Christian? What convinced you that this, out of all the religions and, and gods in the world, this one is correct? What convinced you? Yeah, well, I was raised in a Christian home. My dad was a mm. pastor. Uh, so I, I was exposed to the ideas from a very early age. But I did have a lot of questions as a kid, and I, I went through a pretty long period of time where I wasn't really sure what I believed. Now, I, I, I believed, and I was baptized at about eight years old, and then it was more my teenage years and early 20s where I was not sure if I was a Christian. Hmm. I think at any point, if you would have, you know, really questioned me about who Jesus was, I still would have said that Jesus was the savior, but I had the, my big dilemmas were kind of, uh, the Bible, some things in the Bible that disturbed me. So Hmm. I, you know, I, I, I wasn't sure, you know, how to reconcile and, and understand some things in the Bible. So I kind of saw the Old Testament God as, you know, mean and vengeful and <laughs> New Testament God as, you know, kind and loving, which I don't think that way anymore. I, I, de- I, I definitely see the vengeful side in the New Testament and the loving side in the Old Testament. So, uh, I, you know, that's not my approach now, but that's, mm. that's what I, I had, there were a lot of stories in the Bible that I had problems with, you know, as a teenager and young adult um Hmm. and then also i um what was my other problem my other main problem was kind of the idea of so many other religions in the world and you know how can i know that this is true and then Hmm. the exclusivity of it so um from a very young age i when I learned about Muslims, I thought, wow, these people are praying to God five times a day. And, you know, but they don't believe that Jesus is savior. So Mm. I, I, I asked my parents and, you know, Sunday school teacher and other Christian adults, you know, doesn't God hear their prayers? Doesn't God care about them? Do you, you know, are they going to be saved? 
And I got kind of, you know, the really exclusive answer of no, if they don't believe in Jesus Christ as savior, then they're not going to be saved. And so that, that bothered me a lot. And so that was a major point of, you know, questioning. And, and and then of course, I just also was caught up in sin and just living worldly lifestyle. And so Mm. basically I always believed in God. Like I've, there's never been a point where I didn't believe in God. Although there were a few times when I didn't want God to be there. So I was like hoping he didn't, he wasn't real, but like, I, I could never get rid of him. So, but I did, you know, for those years, you know, 18 through 23, put him kind of like, he was kind of like, he he was there when I needed him. Like there were times when I would be like, God, I need your help. You know, I was in the army and I I would jump out of planes and I was scared to death of jumping out of planes. And so every time I was getting ready to jump out of a plane, I, you know, uh, just, would pray and be like, God, just help me get out of this. Just help me. And then, you know, so, but that was like pretty much the only time I ever talked to God, but I knew God was there, but I just wasn't sure about the Bible. And I wasn't sure about, you know, I had all these other questions that were kind of there. And the problem of evil was something I wrestled with too. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but Anyway, I, I I don't even know if I an, ended up answering you did. this question because I went you, on you, too you long. Of a tangent, so tangent. many different questions as well. But I, I want to go back to cool. the the issues you had as a kid. Are there any issues you have with the Bible now? Is there anything in there that you know that bothers you? me? Yeah, yeah. Um, Deuteronomy twenty eight is pretty harsh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know, I'm still like, dang God, that's rough. Um. So there's that. And then I would say, um, you know, uh, like Leviticus is still pretty, you know, annoying. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, but <laughs> I've never heard um, a Christian tell me that Leviticus is annoying. I love it. That's fantastic. Oh, really? <laughs> there's a lot in um, there. That's for sure. Holy cow. Well, I mean, it just is weird that God is picking on things like fabrics and seeds yeah. and and so I don't, I, I there's a child lot. And then, Leviticus child, 20. Oh yeah. Leviticus 12, the child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the laws in Leviticus have always been kind of like, what? Um, not all of them, because some of them actually, I, I can see how they would make sense because they're like cleanliness type things. Mm. And, you know, you can see how they would like, it would be good for like disease prevention, you know, mm. uh, a lot wash of the, your hands you know, if you're i don't remember yeah, that if you've got law. a skin disease go outside the you know go show it to the priest oh, man, yeah. like this you know if you have your period so, get outside you're going to contaminate the whole place these are great <laughs> so there's a there's some there's some good stuff in there but it's it's overall it's kind of like oh i don't know Cringe. like I, when whenever i give someone a bible i hope they don't read leviticus that's <laughs> Just, um, just give it to him and tear out Leviticus. They just tear it out. It's gonna be easier. Yeah, that but but let me <laughs> let me say this. As I'm saying all this, 
just know that I, I, I am someone who believes the Bible is inspired by God. So I'm in no way saying that Leviticus doesn't belong in the canon or yeah, that Deuteronomy you believe that? doesn't yeah. belong in the canon. So the, yeah, these are, I'm, these are I'm still a laws pretty though. standard evangelical. Yeah. But these I'm, are still laws that, that, that Yahweh thinks are perfect, righteous, holy, and good. These laws that we have an issue with, you know, like for instance, <laughs> the, the, the Leviticus 12, where it says that, um if women give birth to a, a female they're dirty for longer than if they give birth to a male well that's ridiculous mm. but yahweh thinks that's perfect righteous holy and good how do you feel about mm. that um like i said i already said i i don't understand some of the laws in leviticus and yeah. so i mean but that's just you know something that i'm like okay um it's okay for me to not understand everything Right, right. But, but we have a perfect, quotations here, perfect being who thinks that this law is also perfect. And I can use my rational human flawed brain to say that no, that is not a perfect law. And it's actually harmful to women. Now they have to kill something at the end of it. They have to apologize. There's like pigeons or something. They have to slaughter to Yahweh for, for the apology for being so gross, for just being disgusting. How dare you women be so gross naturally? And, and then Yahweh's the one that gave women this. He's the one that put this upon women and they finds it gross. Why would he do that? Good question. Yeah. He's perfect, righteous, holy, and good, yet he made it that way. He made it to where you guys, you know, when you give birth, I mean, that's it's part of the process, you know? So it's, yeah, it's very well, weird to me. I don't think there's anything that says that the reproductive process that God created is, you know, somehow unholy, right? The entire natural um, flow of women. Leviticus 15, for instance, when you like, when women have their natural flow of cycle, the natural flow that he gave them, he finds it so icky, yeah. they have to kill things. They have to apologize to him. Like your, your well, perfect yeah. God wants you to apologize. Well, not now apparently but you know back in the day these perfect laws he wanted apology for that what would you think of a man now, that wants an we, apology can for we look at the one that you, can we look at the one you're talking about because yeah. i don't remember there having to be a sacrifice for the minstrel cycle absolutely absolutely birds have to die let's see it's leviticus okay. 15 19 through 31 Okay. On the eighth day, she must, on the so, eighth day, it's 29, verse 29 of that says, on the eighth day, she must take two doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the peace at, priest, priest, <laughs> priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The priest is to sacrifice one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. In this way, he will make atonement for her before the Lord for the uncleanliness of her discharge. This uncleanliness that you're, God gave you. Hey, I stand corrected. You're right. You're right. It does say that. So God wants an apology mm. for a completely natural cycle that he gave you. Hmm. That's weird. Well, hmm. Weird to me. It is weird. Very weird. And then childbirth. Same thing. It's natural. This is what he bestowed upon women. And he wants an apology for it. It's so weird to me. Do, but do you think it's an apology? Atonement. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
It's an atonement. But is for, atonement for uncleanliness. apology? Yes, that's what that's how I I'm saying. That's that what these atonement are. Atonement is. Yeah. So these are in order for Yahweh to forgive you, you have to kill animals. That's the way he set up in the Old Testament. These are his perfect laws. So. Okay. <laughs> You know? But not every offering, not every offering was for you know something that you've done wrong. There were fellowship uh, offerings. You know, it it wasn't always right. They've an also apology got the, offering, right? the wave offering, which is my favorite, where he they put all the animal stuff together and then wave it in front of God, and he comes down and eats it off of the burnt uh, the, the off of the offering table. Amazing! I wish we could just do that now, and then we show God's real. Hey, look, watch! God's going to eat all of this right now. <sighs> Pillar of fire done. The magic spell worked, but you know. We live in reality, and the Bible times lived in a little bit different version of reality than we did. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the women in, in general. I mean, I wrote a whole chapter called The She is Silent. And the Bible says what.com. Available at the Bible says what.com. Um, there's a bunch cool. of stuff in there about women that are just, just, just undefendable, like the apology okay, or the like sacrifice, what? the sacrifice for the menstrual. God gave him the menstrual thing. Mm -hmm. He wants an apology. He wants okay. a sacrifice. Even if it's just a sacrifice, God wants you to kill an animal because you had a natural cycle that he gave you. How does that make sense? How does that add up? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, it's, it, there's, there's so much in there. And, and, as far as the Bible goes, we, we can just go into the misogynistic part of it right, right off the bat here. So you got the, per, you got the first part, the, the childbirth, the period, um, and then we can skip right over to the New Testament. We're in 1 okay. Timothy 2.11. Women should remain mm. silent and quiet and uh, quietness. Uh, sorry. Women should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or assume authority over a man. She must be quiet for, and then the reason for it. Here you go. You ready for this? This is the kicker. The reason a woman must yeah. be quiet is because Adam was formed first. Wow. And it gets better. It gets better. Then Eve, and oh, sorry, and Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner, not Adam. Ah, damn those women. It's all their fault. They got to be quiet now. That's how I read that mm -hmm. verse. I think that's very detrimental to women. I don't think it's but, but finish the passage. Finish the passage because there's a there's a line after that. What's the line after that? I didn't I didn't copy it. Well, it says that, that um women will be saved through childbearing if that's they continue in, <laughs> if they continue in faith, love, and holiness, right? Man, okay. You can be saved so. and you can talk, but only if you go through extreme pain. And now, this is a perfect loving God. Now, um, well, you know what? This passage is, it's, it's, it is quite an abused passage. And I think it's one that is misunderstood because we don't understand the cultural context. Now, what was the cultural context of that passage? It was um, it written to the Ephesians, right? It was written to- um, To a church. Timothy. To teach right. this church on how to act with women. That's what this is written towards, right? Uh, Right. Right. Well, I'm we talking about them, the whole letter. I'm, the entire letter. Yeah, yeah. We can just start with each sentence and what each sentence says. Right. <laughs> so a woman should learn in quietness and full submission. Okay. Stop. Yeah. Submission right? to what? Yeah. Men. Uh, uh, Men. Wait a minute. Hold up, Michael. Hold up, Michael. 
Look, I'm going to break this passage break down. Break it. For let's you. do it. I love this. But I have to know if uh, you're going to keep interrupting me. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I get excited. I'm going to go line by line. Yeah. I've also had too much coffee, so I apologize. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, um, first thing that we need to understand about the cultural context is what, what was the being worshipped in Ephesus? The primary goddess that was worshipped in Ephesus was Artemis. Okay. She was a goddess of fertility. There's a couple of different Artemis. There's Artemis, um, you know, in Greek mythology, there, the Artemis in Ephesus was a little bit different. If you see pictures of her, she's got like breasts everywhere. She's very creepy. Looking. Sounds great. <laughs> so <laughs> in Ephesus, this was a, a huge thing, the worship of Artemis. And Artemis was supposed to help women during childbearing. Okay, Sounds so like a great women, women would go and they would ask for Artemis's protection uh -huh. for them during childbearing. Uh -huh. Okay, and, and so, and even in the Bible itself, we have um, in the book of Acts where like Paul goes into Ephesus and like the people are mad because you know, remember the, the idol crafters got mad at him because he was like drawing worship away from there. And they were great. They were chanting in the, in the, in the thing, great is Artemis of the Ephesians, great is Artemis of the Ephesians. So that's, reco that's recorded in the book of Acts. So this is the cultural context for the book of Timothy that Paul was writing. Now at the beginning of Timothy, Paul is talking about, hey, don't devote yourself to these like wives, old wives tales, you know, all, all this like superstitious stuff. Okay. So if you read, and so he's talking about, you need to have sound doctrine. Okay. okay. And he's giving instructions to the church. Now, when it comes to this passage where it says women need to learn in quietness and in full submission, what are they submitting to? Men. Okay. Well, yeah, that is, that is a, a lot of Christian men sure do love to interpret it that way. Don't well, that's they? That's what the Bible um, says though. They must be in full submission of their husbands. But it doesn't say that they need to be, it, it, but it, it, well, hold up. Okay. We let's stick with this passage. Now we can talk about submission in other passages. Like when it says, but is that true? Submit to, <laughs> um, People are wives and husbands are supposed to submit to each other. Let me show you a neat little trick. And I don't want to get too far off from this Timothy passage because we could just really go crazy with this. But in Ephesians chapter five, they look at it. I just love how these modern um, translators do this. Okay, my actually mine doesn't do this, does it? Yes, it does. Hold on. Um, Okay. Oh, wow. Mine changed their ways. Okay. But most Bibles that I've had in the past, uh -huh. they, they actually start the heading right here. Um, you know, like instructions, you know, and, and they, the first line is wives submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. Okay. Uh -huh. Now every other Bible I've ever had, it starts, that's where the heading that they insert goes. But this, this, I'm, I'm proud of whoever published this. They, they actually did what they should do. And if you notice that the first line here is submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. 
Then it says, wives submit to your husbands. And then it goes on to talk about the husbands. Okay, so this is submitting to one another. This is mutual submission. This is not women, you know, you're the husband's in charge and you better submit, submit, submit. This let's, is let's farther down though. That's a little bit farther okay. down, Rebecca. <clears throat> Ephesians 5, 22. Yeah. yeah. That's where that's actually wait, 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 hold up. But (laughs) let's deal with first Tim. Let's no first Tim. You can't bring up a new thing and then just jump back. No, Ephesians 5:22. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, for the (laughs) husband is the head of the wife. The head of the wife. Yes. He's in control. uh Aha. Boom. Boom. This is a problem. Right. Yeah. What? Because no, the reason it's a problem is because. We're assuming that the word in Greek here is the word for head, but you know what Greek does not do? It does not use head metaphorically. Now in the modern day, it may, but in the time when the Bible was written, Greek did not use the word head as a symbol of authority. We what, have an issue in English um, as a, like the most prominent feature Okay, so like the head, your so head. the head Sitting, of the household. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still the the head. That's still the the. the, the <laughs> but there's top, no right? authority. There's no authority. There's no authority in the connotation. Well, it's, it's going to mm, be very hard for you to separate that because as to the you Lord, have learned, though. No. <clears throat> as to the Lord, are we not supposed to, supposed to submit to the Lord? Everything like the Lord's yeah, the head, right? He's absolutely. the head of everybody. So we can use that in the yeah. context of head, but why can't we use the man in the context of the head? It's the same well, sentence. Wait, wait, hold up. Okay, which sentence are you talking about? Ephesians 5, 22. Wives, submit yes. to your husbands as to the Lord. Yes. Right? For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. In that instance, they're using head as the person at the top, Right? Right. Well, right. Christ is head or, of the church. Christ is head or, of the church, right? Or Christ yeah, is head, head of the church. What does right? that mean, Michael? He's in charge. Michael, He's the head. He's the top person. To, it's a pyramid, do, right? Do you do you want to win, or do you want to hear what know, I have to say, Rebecca? I want to know. <laughs> wanna okay, know. then listen. Then listen. I'm telling you, I we my my husband searched a database mm-hmm. of hundreds of uses of this greek word kephale which is head it does never never means authority now i'm gonna does christ have authority over the church um well yeah i mean he you could say he does but i don't think that's what it means come on rebecca come on we're twisting words at this point you're twisting things you haven't even listened to my explanation 100% i've been listening it just doesn't it doesn't matter but i haven't got there because every time I start to tell you what the what head actually means in this context, you interrupt me. Go ahead. What does head because mean? Because you're determined context? to make it. What okay. does head mean? Source. Source. Force? Oh, source. Okay. So source. Okay. No, How did like... the church begin? No, this is absolutely beautiful. Nitpicking Look, at this I have point. a video on this. What? It's like nitpicking at this point. The word, no, it's source. He's not the head no. of it. He's the source of it. Oh, come on. That's the same thing. No, no, I'll tell you why this is a problem. If you go to 1 Corinthians, mm-hmm. and if you say that in that case, 
that um, the, you have us, if you have um, the father is the head, it, it talks about the father and relationship to the son. Okay. Then you're in heresy. Okay. If you want to take this every day, Rebecca, every day. No, not you specifically, but it, let, suppose you're a Christian and you're 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 pointing at this, and this is why um, those who are uh, doing this are actually they are they are without realizing it committing heresy. Because look at this. Listen to this. Listen to this. First Corinthians chapter eleven. But I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ. And the head of the woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. Okay, so, okay. Now, so you gotta, you gotta if we pyramid. say, if we, yeah, and, and there's, the, there's the heresy. If you are, if you're saying, if you're saying that Christ has, a if, if head means authority, then I'm going to read it like it has authority and tell me what's heretical about this. But I want you to realize that the authority of every man is Christ and the authority of every woman is man and the authority uh -huh. of Christ is God. Uh -huh. What is wrong with the authority of Christ is God? Nothing. Not a thing. That is that is a that is a heresy to you called subordinationism. No, I, I'm saying in in to, in to Christian you and the history. Group of that, yeah, well. No, I, I'm telling you, this is a heresy that was stamped down, um, you know, 1500 years ago. Okay, explain um, the Trinity then. Let, let's explain the Trinity. If, if that's heresy, <laughs> if, if God's not at the top of the pyramid, and Jesus isn't just below God, then explain the Trinity. <laughs> because Jesus Christ is God. Okay, Jesus talked to himself in the garden. he's not subordinate to the Father. That, that doesn't make any sense. He's not subordinate to the Father. He's not subordinate to the Father. Who sent Jesus here? The Father. The Father. Okay. So he followed the orders of his Father. And, well, he, he left well, heaven. He came here. I he mean, got born. This, he died. He was subordinate well, to the. He even prayed to himself in the garden, saying, "Hey, do I really have to do this?" That's being subordinate, right? Um. It okay. In his um, in his incarnate form, Jesus Christ was obedient to his Father. Subordinate. <laughs> I mean, come Not on, we're just wordplaying here, Rebecca. And so it's it's, Michael, it's so just look, nit, Michael. Look, all I'm doing is I'm I'm telling you that. In the church, mm -hmm. not not Rebecca. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about uh, Christian history. Mm -hmm. Okay, there is a heresy called subordinationism that that is has been it has been like this is this idea mm -hmm. about the father the the son being subordinate to the father that is considered a heretical idea it's totally not understand. part of orthodox christianity totally understand it's not you think part that. of orthodox yeah. christianity but it's part of the bible no i'm just telling you what what orthodox christianity I says don't really so care but it's, in it's that, part of the bible that, it's in the bible though that's what i'm saying it's my point is whether you think it's heresy or the church or the orthodox church or whatever i don't really care it's in the bible it's in the bible that contradicts that idea michael 
that's only if you're assuming that head means authority. Just okay? assuming it. And yeah, the reason you're assuming it that, it, no, the reason that you're assuming that is because of the way that we use the word head in English. We say head of a company. In Greek at that time period, they never used head to mean authority. Okay. Well, we'll just so have to disagree it, on that one. That's that's just what okay. we're going to have to stand on that. I mean, it's heresy okay, for you, and it's obviously in the Bible for me. So that's where we're at. Let's go. go ahead. Then let's get back to First Timothy. Yes. Okay. I love it. I knew it. You knew. All right. Me. We're on the same page. I love this. Back to the First Timothy. Go ahead. Okay. Submission. So first of all, submission. Hmm. What Women do you think submission means? Quiet submission in this context if you look at what paul is what are they supposed to be submissive to it's not to men it is who's who's in charge of the sound doctrine sound doctrine who's in charge of the church you know what i i have a feeling this is going to get too frustrating i'm sorry you're frustrated but who's in charge of the church but i didn't watch your video just tell me who's in charge of the church um were women in charge of the church there were some women that were church leaders, apostles. Yeah. Were women in charge of the church in, in the first Timothy that, that he's talking about? I don't know. I'm sure there were women in leadership. You but, think there were um, women in leadership when it tells you specifically, do not permit a woman to teach or assume authority. You're telling me there's women of authority inside that church. Okay. Where he tells them not to have women teach or assume authority. I have an answer for everything in this passage. However, I'm not finding that you're very, um, you're not like willing to listen to I'm totally alternative willing to perspectives. Listen. 100% listening. So, I just don't buy it. I don't buy your perspective. Okay. That's, That's fine. All. That's fine. And we're, yeah, we're not here okay. to agree. We're just here to have a conversation. 100%. Okay. So when, when it blames Eve, when it says that um, yes. the woman was deceived and became the sinner. So why wasn't Adam yes. deceived? Okay. <clears throat> First of all, um, well, Eve was deceived by the Wait, serpent, uh, uh, right? That, that wasn't the question. How was Adam not deceived? That's the question. Well, he also, he wasn't the first one to be deceived. No, he wasn't. But, but, but. right. So, but what? What's your was point? he not deceived at all? Was Adam not deceived? And how, how do you um, get there? It doesn't specifically tell us that Adam was deceived, but he sinned, right? Right. He was deceived by the woman who said, go ahead and eat it. Was he not? Well, he may have been deceived by her, or he may have just said, hey, that looks good. I want to eat it. I don't care what God says. So, I, I mean, that. I can't. I don't buy that. When it tells me that Adam was not deceived, I don't buy that either because obviously he was deceived because he ate the fruit, which means he was deceived as something, but whether it was the woman, the snake, the environment, hormones, no matter what it was, yeah. he was deceived into yep. eating this fruit. This verse tells okay. us that I Adam was not deceived. That. And that's why it's only Eve's fault. Why blame the woman? Well, the man was there too. Did he not partake? Michael, I have an answer for this that I would like to it? know if you're going to listen or I, are you going to interrupt me? I will listen. I will probably interrupt a little bit, but I will still listen. Go ahead. 
Okay. Um, in this case, I believe Paul is emphasizing the sin of women. Mm -hmm. Okay. In other places, he emphasizes and credits men with the sin, like in Romans chapter five. He makes Adam, Eve isn't even mentioned there. Adam is mentioned as the sinner. So who he credits with the sin depends on what he's trying to do in the moment. Well, and in this moment, okay, so in this moment, he is trying to bring women down a notch, Yikes. okay? Why? Why? Because this was a place where they were exalting a feminine a, a, a female goddess a protector okay artist uh -huh. artemis artist okay Ar artemis whatever it is protector yeah I, I think that's a good thing there was a protector this okay. god was trying to protect so, women during childbirth i think that's a good thing well basically that thing about childbirth is to say to women hey look don't worry you don't you can let go of artemis you can you don't have to go to Artemis for to be saved during childbirth because remember the women were going to Artemis to try to be helped during childbirth. So this is a this is saying, look, you don't have to worry about that. God's going to protect you. If you're in the faith, if you're continuing in holiness, you don't have to be saved in childbearing through Gar Artemis. God's going to save you. That's what you get out of that? First Timothy. Yeah, absolutely. Holy cow. That's a lot of extra stuff you're throwing in there. Not once does it mention Artemis. Not once does it mention birth. Uh, that's so weird. Why would that's he so put weird. the name of... Look, he doesn't need to name the goddess when everybody well, in that culture knows what he's talking about. Well, I don't. If and that, this Bible's written earlier, for me too, right? Actually, Paul, I think if he would have known that it was going to be read by you 2000 years later, he, he probably would have put some more things in and taken some things out. But God okay? knew, God knew, some and he clarifying. didn't put more things in there. He knew that'd yeah, be well, confusing God to me. God wasn't expecting you to be such a nitpicker. Wow, Rebecca. <laughs> I like it, keep it coming. All right, so um, if, God, if God is not the author of confusion, 1 Corinthians, why am I confused? Right. And why are so many people confused? And why is this verse seem to me to be extremely sexist, but to you it's not? That is confusing, Rebecca. Yeah, well, this, I would say this verse, this passage confused me for many years. Yeah. And I asked God for an answer to this for many years. Yeah. But you know what? When I was first um, starting to follow Christ, there was nothing available on the internet. You couldn't get peer-reviewed papers and all kinds of things. Like there was no access to any information when um, you know historical information, unless you went to a library. And then you would have to have a special kind of library, like a theological library. Or, you know, you'd have to have a, a very, and it would take you a long time to find information. So I had no answers here, and no, God did not reveal it to me. Huh. Um, I, Weird. you know, maybe He could have said. Hey, actually, it's about Artemis, but I, mean, I never got that revelation. Well, he but, could have put it in the book. You know what? He could have put it in the book, right? He could have put it in the book. Sure. He could have and probably should have. You know what he should have not put in the book? Sacrificing animals because you have your period. That's what he probably should not have put in the book. Now, Michael, what makes you think you have a better idea of what God should put in the book? Well, 
Oh man, if I was making a holy book, woo, Rebecca, first off, it would say things like, uh, don't own slaves, uh, don't rape women, uh, don't stone children who are disobedient, I don't need bloodshed for forgiveness, things like that. That's, you know, well, Michael, wait a minute, the rape things. women, the penalty for rape in the Bible is death. So where, there was a where, pretty strong oh, command. Oh, yes. Okay. So, okay. Hold on. Yes. Deuteronomy chapter 20. Remain silent. Yeah. No, no. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I got to go up, scroll up a little bit. Deuteronomy 22. If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and rapes her and they are discovered, he shall pay her father 50 shekels of silver. He must marry the young woman <laughs> for he has violated her. He can never divorce her as long as he lives. So this woman is forced to marry her rapist. In which part does it say, <clears throat> thou shalt not rape? Is that in there? Um, right above, yeah, actually. Does it say thou go, shalt not rape? Let's go, a little, <clears throat> let's go above that. Let's go, let's go above that. Does it cancel out this verse? Um, well, let, I think that verse that you just read yeah. that word rape in there is the worst of the bad translations what of the, does the in word the entire rape Bible. mean rebecca that word is not the word for rape okay what is it though um it's like taking something that doesn't belong to you right and these women were property property to their fathers until they were married and then they were property of their husbands holy yeah cow. I, look I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree that there was a, a kind of a much more patriarchal society that, that God didn't correct. Well, I mean, look, God in many ways he didn't come to like, you know, he what? there. Well, Jesus came when he came. He didn't overturn the all of the societal. Um, things that were in place, the government and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, slavery and, you know, the way that women were treated, this was widespread in the ancient Near East. And so, you know, God, for whatever reason, did not overturn every, I mean, it wasn't a modern day society. And I'm not sure that we're better off now. Like, I'm not sure that it's better to be a woman today than it was back then. Does God so, want to teach humanity how to be <laughs> more holy more good does, does god want to teach humanity how to be good absolutely okay so if i wanted to teach humanity how to be good and i i had 10 laws just 10 i would not start them off with 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 things about myself thou shalt not have other friends besides me you know things like that i would also put again no slavery big one no rape. Thou shalt not rape. It's not in there. It does not say thou shalt not rape. It also does not say thou shalt not own slaves. But you know what it does tell you? It tells you how to, you know, stone disobedient children. Um, oh, oh, my, one of my favorite ones here is when 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 your daughter becomes a, uh, uh, a, a prostitute and you're a priest, Yahweh thinks it's perfect, holy, righteous, and good to burn her alive. There's all kinds of things in here. All kinds. Let me lot. Oh man, the whole lot story. Holy cow! Lot's supposed to be this perfect, holy, righteous, good guy, right? But when it comes time, he's like, "Yeah, go take my virgin daughters." Holy cow! And then 
And then he impregnates them. He impregnates his own daughters. This guy's righteous in the eyes of God. Well, you know, I don't even know if Lot was very righteous in the eyes of God, right? He, I mean, it was kind of for the sake of Abraham, right? That, that, that Lot got saved. Lot is a righteous man with a righteous soul. Second Peter two, seven through eight. Okay. Well, cool. Not Um, cool. Not cool. Right? No. (laughs) Lot was a disgusting human being. If he was a real person, holy cow, which would, would like, I don't know if you have kids, but if you have kids, if somebody came knocking at your door asking to rape you or your guest, you wouldn't send your kids out, right? Absolutely. But right. I would not. Right. But, oh, yeah. But, thank you. <laughs> but, but Michael, if yeah. you know the intentions of the people and you know that, that that's not what those guys are looking for and they're going to say no to it, like they're not going to accept the, the I still offer, wouldn't offer right? it, though. I, it's disgusting to even offer it, though, Rebecca. Yeah, but I mean, yes. you have to. We stop right Michael, there. Michael, Michael. But you said, yes, are, it's disgusting to offer that, have right? Have you ever considered putting yourself, have you ever, have you, where where have you traveled in the world? I don't know. Lots of places. Why? Outside of the country? Yes. Why? Because in different cultures, there uh-huh. are different practices. Uh-huh. There are things that are not important to you at all. That are incredibly important to people in different cultures. Totally understand that. Uh huh. Okay. And so um, you have to understand that the culture that Lot was a part of, uh-huh. hospitality was a big deal. Right. Hospitality to strangers. Uh-huh. Now, Lot is not intending, I don't believe he was actually intending Where does it to say give that? his daughters. I'm, Where does it say it, he it wasn't actually intending to do it? You have to add that to it, Rebecca. Michael, oh my God. I, you know what? You're, you're getting an award. You are getting an award. I appreciate I that. Am giving you an, I am giving you an award for the most difficult person to talk to that Love I have it. talked to in I don't know how long, probably well, I, a year. I'm sorry you're, you're having a difficult time. You're extremely difficult to talk to because you don't listen. I'm 100% you, listening. You've already made up your mind. I have made up my and, mind. And, and, and all you do is interrupt, interrupt, interrupt. You're I, very you difficult. Know, that's the coffee. And I, I mean, I talk to people that have your perspective on a very regular basis. Uh-huh. So I'm accustomed to, to hearing the types of things that you're sharing. Uh-huh. But it is extremely frustrating that every almost every sentence I say, you interrupt and you, like, you're, not, you're not willing to listen to the point. I hear your points. I'm 100% hearing your points. I'm sorry you don't feel I'm hearing your points. I am 100% <laughs> hearing your points. My problem is your points. And so I'm going to rebut them. I'm going to come back with stuff that questions your points that I don't agree with or that don't make sense. Like Lot being a righteous <laughs> man or the, the fact that it's okay for him to offer up his daughters because culture. I don't see that as a good thing. I don't see that as a righteous thing. I think that's disgusting. I don't care what culture you're in. You haven't heard my point. You haven't heard my point. I did. I, I was listening to your point. It was the culture. You didn't let me finish it. That, what, what didn't I let you finish? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Let me give you, I'll, let me just, let me switch it up by giving you an example of something cultural that I didn't understand. Okay. Does it when have to do I, with the story though? Like I can understand, we can just, we can un- not understand culture, but when we get to the extreme, the extreme of offering up your daughters to be raped by a horde of men, which 
you know, begs the question, where's the women and children in this match? Were, were they just sleep at home, let their men go off and try and rape somebody in one town? Like, was there an email that was sent out? Hey, there's these new people. Anyways, it's undefendable. It's undefendable. No matter what, no matter Michael, what culture you're talking about, it's still Michael, disgusting. It's still disgusting. Okay. I would like to, I would like to, I would like to give you an example. And I would ask you to please not interrupt me. I'm just telling you right now, your example is pointless because, because it doesn't matter to this story. Yes, Are you offering, does. were you offering it's up your kids to be appropriate. It's absolutely appropriate to the story. Let's see how appropriate this. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So in some of the places that I've lived, it is customary when you, if, if somebody compliments something in your house, you offer to give it to them. Okay. Even if it's a big thing, like mm -hmm. if I said to somebody, oh, wow, that's a beautiful new car. Okay. They would say, oh, here, it's yours. It's yours. Okay. Mm -hmm. They will feign taking, if you say you like the painting, they will feign taking the painting off the wall. Oh, you like it. You really like that painting here, here. And they'll start taking it off the wall to send it home with you. Okay. okay. Now they don't intend to give it to you. Okay. But okay. you're supposed, they expect you to respond. And if you know the culture, then you will respond by saying, oh no, that's okay. 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 Now, this is what I'm saying. It is customary to do weird stuff like that for hospitality's sake. Uh -huh. Even my, my, my Persian teacher, one time I said, oh, your food smells good. Uh -huh. It was her lunch that she was having at lunch. And she was like, oh, here, you should have it. And I took it from her because huh. I didn't know the culture. Okay. Yeah. But so it's not strange. Okay. It's, very strange to us. It's incredibly strange to us uh -huh. that Lot offered his daughters. But number one, he knew that that's not what they wanted. Number yeah. two, he wasn't okay. going to offer them. He was just trying to make excuses and put them off. Like in, he, in he your was, culture he, thing. It, go ahead. No, wait, let, I'll okay. No, I'm done. Go ahead. In your culture go thing, ahead. do they offer up kids? Or is it just no. material things? So or again, it doesn't things. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't correlate. This is completely different. We're, you're talking about a painting. I'm talking about children being raped. You see the difference? But, do you see the difference though? I do, but- okay, So that is the difference. And what your experience is with paintings and food does not correlate to this story. But it does if you're a person in that culture who's trying to make excuses, okay? Like you're imagine that you're in this crisis situation where these people are like, get ready to beat down yes. your door let's and imagine. steal the, uh, okay. Yeah. Let's imagine right? this. Let's yeah. right now, right now, me and you we're in separate situations, but the same situation or separate places, but same situation. All of a sudden there's all these people knocking on our door and they want to rape us or, 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 or our special visitor, right? We have a visitor. They're knocking on our door. What would you do to, to deter them? Would you offer up your child? No. No. Why? Why wouldn't you offer up your child, Rebecca? Well, because, I mean, obviously, I don't want to give them my child. Because it's disgusting. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. And anybody who does that would not be called righteous <laughs> or good. I don't care what culture you're in. It's still not a good thing to offer up your child to be raped. We can agree on that, right, Rebecca? 
Of course right. we can. Good. But so I your think story doesn't you matter misunderstand the story. I think you misunderstand the story. I think you're trying to compare apples. But I don't even with care. Rape. Apple pie thing. with rape. I don't care about this part of it. Like I'm still fine, even if Lot was truly offering up his daughters, which I don't think he was. But I'll give it to you. Okay. I'll just give it to you. He was offering up his daughters. Was he righteous? Okay. Yeah, you know, I could I could still say that. That's gross. He raped his own daughters. He offered them up to be raped and then later on got drunk and raped them. And he's did, righteous no. to you? This is a man he that's did righteous not rape to you? Them, but he didn't rape them. Did he they, not impregnate his They took his advantage daughters? of him. They took it. Come on, he's a grown man and these are kids. Who took advantage of who? Have you never had a drunken blackout? I have been drunk, but you know what? Usually remember. Have you been, have you have you blacked out and not remembered what you did the next day? I've wow. I'm really putting shit. you on the spot here. Holy shit. No, <laughs> Rebecca. Have you ever been so blackout drunk you you had sex with your own kid? No. No. Cuz that's ridiculous. That's so over the top and ridiculous, Rebecca. Come on. We can at least agree on that. Look, <laughs> I don't need to make excuses. Like I, I don't, this story is to me, it's unimportant. The Bible reports what people did. Never says God approved of Lot's behavior toward his daughters. It does. He says it, a righteous man with a righteous soul. Well, that means he approves I mean, <laughs> of this man. Do righteous people ever do anything wrong? I don't know. I don't even know what righteous means, honestly. Okay, is there any human being that never does anything wrong? What's righteous to you? What, is, what makes a righteous man righteous? Well, the Bible describes righteous people as honest, people hmm. who praise God, people who hmm. um, don't, like, steal. <laughs> steal um, their, their daughter's virginity? People who don't. <laughs> Lot stole his daughter's virginity. <laughs> you don't care look, about this part that's michael we, we can just no, move on that's it what that's part a it? look the story hold on the story what? is disgusting okay but remember it wasn't lot raping his daughters it was his daughters grossly <laughs> taking advantage of their father who was okay? the older who was the responsible human who was who was the authority figure in this in this story? Who was the the adult? Oh, in this story? we're back to the authority now. Who's the adult? You, Who's the head? You really want to make the men in charge, Michael? The father. The father is in you charge. You really want to make he the took guys advantage in of little girls. That's disgusting. Now let's move on. What 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 part of the Bible do you find so awesome? What which part do you like, or or you know whatever it was? What which part? Oh, there's a lot of parts that I find awesome. Okay, well, cool. What I'm is not the sure most we're going to awesome get part? anywhere. What is the I'm, most awesome? I'm part? not sure I want to talk to you about it because oh, you've, no. you've Come been on, Rebecca. incredibly difficult. No, I'm serious. You, you're really getting the award. I, I'm going to have to like make up a certificate for you. Do it. I'd love it. I'd love it. Love it. Anyways, so I what's mean, your favorite Michael, part? Do you do this with all? I watched one video that you did with a guest and... I didn't think that you, inter you did interrupt her quite a bit, but I didn't feel like you were as difficult with her as you're being with me. What's your favorite part? Um, where Jesus says, I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. 
I think it's not the healthy who need a doctor. It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but it's the sick. I don't think he said that part, did he? Yeah. He said the doctor part. He said that. Yeah. Yep. What verse is this? I need to see this. I want to read this. Okay. I believe it is Mark chapter two, but we'll have to look it up. Yeah. Mark two. Bible study is my favorite part, just so you know. Follow me. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, I love diving into this stuff. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth. That sounds fun. Sabbath. Oh, Sabbath. There's an interesting topic. Yeah, I love that verse, too. That's a really good one about the patch of unshrunk cloth. Sabbath was made for man. Um, okay, I don't know. I don't where it. is this? Oh, oh, yeah, it's not in Mark two. Where what was the it? what was the uh, what was the the wording again? The first part you said. I'll type that in. Who was that? It's not the healthy who need a doctor. No, 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 no. Before that. This... Um. Well, actually, I told you the 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 second line first. So it says first. It's What's not the second the healthy line? Who'd... What's the second line? <laughs> I did not come to call the righteous, ah, there but it is. sinners. There it is. That is Luke 5.32. Luke. Those at home, turn your Bibles to Luke 5.32. Read along with us. All right, here we go. Luke 5.32. Oh, you got it, it? it? It is also in Mark chapter 2, by the way. It oh, is good, in Mark good. chapter 2. Good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So 32 starts. Oh, 31. Jesus answered them. I am. Oh, there you go. Cool. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I came, I have come, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So what does that mean to you? That means that it's not the perfectly righteous people that Jesus is looking for Mm-mm. that Ooh. he didn't, you know, well, I mean, that, it doesn't say perfect. Hmm? Sorry, okay. say he's perfect. not the kind. He didn't come for the righteous. Okay, okay, okay. Are you a righteous person, Michael? Would you consider yourself righteous? Depends on the title. I think I'm pretty righteous. Okay, well then but Jesus like didn't come for you. Oh, you know, he didn't come for you. <laughs> oh, how okay. do you know he's not talking about righteous people <laughs> like badasses? How do you know? <laughs> come on. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. I think he came for the righteous. But anyways, so go ahead. Really? So uh, not healthy, who need a doctor? So am I not healthy? Do I need a doctor? You do, but uh-huh. if you, you, you have to know that you need the doctor to go to the doctor, right? And some people mm. don't realize that they're sick. Well, I mean, so. there are people that interventions, you know, you got interventions, they step in and, and do that for you. Um, could, uh, okay, then Jesus... consider this your intervention, uh-huh. Michael. Great. Consider this your intervention. <laughs> Okay. Okay. This is my intervention. Okay. Now this is your intervention. You have a relationship with Jesus, right? Yes. Okay. Is he there in the room with you now? Mm, Not physically. Okay. Well, well, how are we going to have an intervention if Jesus doesn't show up? Okay. So in spirit, I'm, I'm, I'm his representative. I I am his ambassador. I speak for him. I'm the ambassador to (laughs) Spider-Man. It doesn't mean anything unless Spider-Man shows up and says, Hey, yeah, this guy's the ambassador for me. So can we have Jesus show up or, or do something to where I know that you are actually yeah. his ambassador because I'm just going to take it off your word. And that's well, not... I mean, you know, it, it, since we're reading the Bible, I could show you in the Bible where it says that. 
it says your name rebecca is the ambassador i doubt no. that see no. no so how am i supposed to know you're an actual ambassador to this invisible <clears throat> man yeah you don't that's so weird rebecca <clears throat> i mean it you know it's up to you but i mean i'm offering you an intervention that'd be great you don't want it, let's have fine. jesus intervene like <clears throat> he did for paul have jesus intervene for me can you do that i mean you talk to him right i mean he he, he listens yeah. to you he doesn't listen to me so can you have him show up or something really like move a cup here tell me about that why do you think change he this cup to, to all you? blue go jesus why do you think he doesn't listen to you michael right now turn this cup to all blue jesus no no still white it's still white with a little blue on it it's not all blue for those with the okay so jesus doesn't video well version. now we know that jesus doesn't obey your commands he doesn't answer either does he answer you yes in an audible voice no okay well then how does he answer you well sometimes he speaks to me that's not speaking in dreams that's not speaking okay sometimes he gives me dreams how do you know they're from jesus and tells well um i don't always but sometimes you know certain some dreams can be demonic some can just be you know from the how subconscious. do you know how do you know they're not from jesus well, how do i know usually it's the the quality of the dream interesting and, so what go, sorry yeah. to interrupt but what quality of dream does jesus send you versus not send you is it good dreams well is it well there there yeah, i would say there's a good feeling about the dream so the good god, feeling dreams from are from jesus how do you know that well i didn't say all good feeling dreams are from jesus okay so are okay. some good feeling dreams from the demonic forces um i think the demonic would more be like things that inspire you know fear 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 um, of the lord is the beginning of knowledge why not from jesus why would jesus not send you fear come on well i'm Rebecca? not talking about the fear of the i'm not talking about the fear of the lord right so how um, do you know he's not saying and i don't need the fear of the lord but i think you need the fear of the lord I, I, I just don't fear imaginary people, <laughs> Rebecca. It's weird like that. I don't fear Santa Claus not bringing me gifts or, you know, any other God that, that, you know, demands worship and praise and whatnot. I don't. I don't fear those things. I think it's weird that people do fear invisible people. I think that's strange. Why would I fear an okay. invisible man? I mean, besides Kevin Bacon, that was pretty scary. But like actual jesus yahweh why would i fear an invisible man well i mean what happened to you michael why don't ah, you there it is God? i knew it's coming i knew it oh you've been hurt by the church i hear all the time i love it no, no I, I, I don't um, think you've been hurt by the church i think you're hurting I, yourself probably but ouch, i don't know how am i hurting myself <laughs> How am I hurting myself? Well, I don't know. I don't know your story. Oh. Well, I'm not hurting I don't myself. Know your story. Don't assume things okay. about me, Rebecca. I won't assume things about you. I'm not hurting myself. I'm not hurt by the church. I'm not hurt by Yahweh. I'm not hurt by religion. Any well, it did suck while I was in it. It was pretty uh I wouldn't say it was beneficial, more detrimental to my psyche. You know, you're nothing without Jesus type thing. I don't think that's a good mm. way to raise anybody. 
Do you? Mm. Do you think you're nothing without Jesus? Absolutely. I would not exist if it wasn't Rebecca? Jesus. Rebecca, I think you're awesome without Jesus. I don't think you need him. I'm telling you right now. Okay. You are righteous without Jesus. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, no, 100%. I don't think you need him. I, I mean, I think you can be a good human being without him. I, like me. Do you know how much I rape and kill? As much as I want to. Do you know how much that is? Zero. Zero. I have no But what does it even mean to be a good person? What does ah, that mean? That is a good question. What is it to be a good person? Um, to me, uh, would be a little bit, not 100% selfless. You got to think of yourself at some point, but mostly selfless. I think uh, those who do less harm are good people. I think those who, who try and help humanity in, in whole are good people. Um, I personally work in the animal field. I think there's a lot of veterinarians that are good people that just want to help the animals. They're not just there for the money or the glory or whatever. They actually want to help out. So I think those are good people. You know, I don't think are good people. People that kill for their invisible friend, people that judge because their invisible friend says to, I don't think those are good people. I think they can do better. Why do you think harming people is not important? I mean, why do you think harming people is a bad thing? Like what, why would, right now, harm, 100%. Like, why would not harming be good? Right. So do you want to be harmed? No. Me neither. And that's why I'm telling you right now, it's beneficial to not harm because I know you don't want to be harmed. I know I don't want to be harmed. It's that simple. But why do I care about what you want? Because we all live on this planet together. And if you start going around thinking it's okay to harm people, well, guess what? You can harm somebody in my little circle. Well, I don't want that to happen. I also don't want people to be harmed in your little circle. I don't like it when people get harmed. I don't need an invisible friend to tell me that it's not good to harm people. I can just tell you right off the bat, it's not beneficial to society if we all start harming each other. It's pretty simple. But why right? would I care about society? You live in it, right? You live in society, but, right? Would you like to but, live in society that kills you? Or would you like to live in society that does less harm? It's pretty simple again, well, Rebecca. I mean, but Very I simple. mean, do you do you believe that that we evolved here by natural processes? Of course. How else did we get here? Magic? Okay. Breathed out so words. Do you do you believe that um it's like the the organisms that are best suited for survival in their environment? Survival that, of the fittest, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. called evolution, so the if, whole process. Mm -hmm. oh, so if I'm considering then that that's what happened, that we evolved here by natural processes, mm -hmm. it seems to me that the most good thing we could do is kill the weak. Wow, I'm glad you're not in charge. Holy cow, it's called empathy. You ever heard of it? Come on, man. Holy cow, we're not here to why, kill everybody. Why Let's live in empathy? harmony. Why would why we kill everybody? Because you live in society, Rebecca. Again, you live in society. I, why do I care about your society? I don't because care Because you about live society. in society with me, Rebecca. Do you no, want a society where everybody murders creature, each other, Rebecca? And I'm trying, no, Rebecca. If I'm an evolved creature and I'm trying to survive, and it's the strongest to survive, uh -huh. then I'm going to, you know, do whatever's beneficial for me. Okay, good. For I you. am not I'm going not. to care about what's beneficial for you. That's weird. I'm not. I'm going to, what's, what's good for the community, what's good for the whole, right? That's where I'm going to go. 
I'm not going to single well, myself that's out. Nice and say, if no that's matter- your priority. That's not mine. That, if okay, that's well, your priority, good for you, but that's not mine. Then you can't live in my society, Rebecca. What are you going to do? I'm going to put you in jail for killing people, Rebecca, for harming you people. Can, you can put me in jail if mm-hmm. you can catch me before I kill you. Okay. Wow. You can put me wow. in jail. I'm going to loop but that. But you can't call me bad. Yes, I can. Okay. Yes, I can. Watch. <laughs> Where watch. would ready? you get? You ready? Are you ready? You if you harm people, you're bad. If you debt, if you're detrimental to society as a whole, it is bad. It's that simple. You're stuck on this survival of the fittest thing, but I'm telling you, survival of the community and the planet is more beneficial to all of us. And I have I no invisible man to, to base you. that off of. I have reality. We all live on a planet, right? We all live on this planet together. If we don't get along, life is going to suck. If we get along, life is going to be better. If we just walk around, survival of the fittest, I'm better than you, kill you, stab you, rape you. That's not going to be a great place to live. Nobody wants to live in that kind of society. It's common sense, Rebecca. Common sense. Thank you for sharing your opinion, but I don't care about the opinion of cosmic accidents. Get 6 billion people together who think that, 7 billion. It doesn't matter to me because if you're a cosmic accident, your opinion has no value. Rebecca, you talk to an invisible man and this invisible man has a book. And in this book is a bunch of confusing things. This is where you're basing your stuff off of. This is it. This this book, this archaic book that says, yeah, it says to stone disobedient children. It says it's okay to, to rape the woman as long as you, you know, pay her father. Lot was a righteous man. Stone, you know, stone disobedient. I think I said that. Stone witches. There's the other one. Lots of things in here. Lots. Horrible things. And this is what you want to base what society makes them off of? horrible though. Wait a minute. But what makes them horrible? I, I mean, told you. It, you're I a cosmic accident. You. So what can what can you possibly say about what's good and bad? Just told you. Rebecca, do you, you live I, on this planet with me? Yes, as far as Would I you can like know. me to murder your family? No. It's That's common why sense. I'm going to kill you before it's you have common a sense to do and that. empathy. Common sense and empathy. We live in a civilized society. I don't care society. about common don't sense want and empathy. Murdering each other. I don't care about common sense and empathy. See, this is why, Michael, you should be Why don't you care about common sense and empathy? Michael, because Why don't you care about common sense and empathy? I think that's weakness. I think empathy and compassion is weakness. I mean, in your worldview, in your worldview. You don't know my worldview. You're just asserting shit now. What? You're just asserting shit now. In my worldview, it doesn't matter. Look, I'm, look. Uh-huh. This is if if I took on your worldview, this would you're be not. my perspective. And you're, therefore, you're not understanding my you should you're not listening, be very Rebecca. thankful Are you listening? that people I'll you're listen. just interrupting. You're not listening. My worldview is not survival of the fittest. Okay. You Got told that. me though that it was. No, I didn't. I said that's the the evolutionary way. Yeah, survival of the fittest. But guess what? I've okay. evolved. I've evolved to have empathy and compassion. And rationality, for Christ's sake. I'm, I'm not going to go kill people. I'm not going to go rape people. That just doesn't make any sense to do that. Number one, I don't have any desire to do such a thing. Number two, it would harm other people. And that's not something I would want to do. I don't need Jesus to tell me not to do that. Matter of fact, Jesus never told me not to do that. 
So, well, your empathy is going to get you killed if I'm in. <laughs> if, Remind if me to stay away from you. you. Exactly. We're never going to meet in real and life, Rebecca. Just Michael, so you know, never that, having a beer with that, you. Michael, that, Michael, yeah, exactly. Michael, that's why you should be glad that there are people like me who believe in this book because why? instead of believing in in um that we're all cosmic you think only christians are the ones that that have empathy is that where you're going no i i believe you that you have empathy and what i'm saying is you're Uh in your in in my my if i took on your world if i took on the worldview that we are cosmic accidents okay Uh maybe it's not your if if i took on the worldview that we are cosmic accidents then i think empathy is weakness so that's sad that scares me. Stay a Christian. You know what? Stay yeah. a Christian. Thank you. You would be a bad yes. human if it wasn't for Jesus. Is that what you're telling me? No, I would look. You if, would go out if, and kill if people I'm a if it wasn't for Jesus. Michael, if I'm a cosmic well, if, you're if a cosmic it wasn't accident. for Jesus, wait, if if it wasn't for Jesus, I would not exist. Okay. So that's number one. That's but go ahead. If I if if by some miracle, okay. I was, I arrived here as a cosmic accident, then there is no such thing as bad or good. There's in your no, mind. You, you can have, a, in you your can mind. have an opinion. In your mind. Yeah. That's your exactly. opinion is what it is. It's not true. Exactly. It's just your opinion. And and what are you saying? You, I'm telling you right opinion, now, I, I rape and murder as much as I want to. Your opinion is that harming people and I'm is a bad. Cosmic That's accident. just your opinion. I'm a cosmic accident. I'm a cosmic accident and I rape and murder as much as I want to and that's zero. So that proves your entire premise wrong. No, it doesn't. It does. I'm a cosmic accident, Rebecca. I'm not You're an evil not person. You're not a cosmic accident, though, Michael. I am. I believe I am. I believe I'm a cosmic accident. And guess how much harm I cause? The least People I can. believe a lot of crazy things, Michael. That's for sure. There's people out there that talk to an invisible child killer. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay, Michael. Well, thanks for the conversation. I think we're past our hour, so Absolutely. let's wrap it up. Go ahead. Yeah, tell the folks at home where you want to, uh, where your stuff's at. Well, you can subscribe to my channel, Bread of Life, if you dare. But if you watch Michael's content, then you might not be too happy with mine. Um, but you, you're welcome to stop by and um, take care. All right. Thanks for your time today. Oh, wow. And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. 
Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them?